Hello and welcome to Business Unmuted, a business discussion live on LinkedIn and shared on platforms including YouTube, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. As ever, we're kindly sponsored by Virtue BMW, which is part of Gateshead-based Virtue Motors PLC. If you're in the market for a new used or fleet vehicle, its dealerships are in Stockton, Durham, Sunderland, Moulton or York. This week, we're looking at the City of Culture initiative with representatives of the 2025 bidders, County Durham and Bradford region, and joining us with the current City of Culture, Coventry. In the studio, we have Sally Dixon, Assistant Director of Partnerships at Beamish Museum, who's leading on business engagement for County Durham's bid. And down the line, we have Mick Chansor, Head of Partnerships at Bradford 2025, which is the city's bid, and Charlotte Booth, who's the Programme Development Manager at the Coventry City of Culture 2021. Uh, and which is all spectacular, of course, because it's been going, but unusually, Charlotte, not January to December, because the pandemic you've slipped your dates haven't you that's correct so we had to move our dates to may to may so we um we're six months in and we will finish um in may 22. okay well the city of culture bid was initially a european thing european city of culture a great garland on some major city uh, now it after brexit it's a uk thing and you've won this charlotte so how have the first six months gone yeah, it's been really good. So we obviously had a challenge with the pandemic at the start. Um, and as I said, we moved from a January start to a May start. Um, so it's time quite nicely coming out of the pandemic with the restrictions started to ease slightly. So it was it was nice as a city for us to be able to really start our city of culture. So in June, we had our Coventry Moves event, um, which was our opening. That was a, a music had music, theatre and dance, a really exciting um, start to our year. Um, and then we went into the summer, we had our Assembly Festival Gardens, which was a lovely outdoor space that really attracted um, residents from the city and visitors and we hosted lots of different events there. It was a real success um, story. Mm. That's now finished, but it was so successful. We'll be opening again in the spring. Um, so really mm. excited to see that return. We also did um, what we called our Summer of Surprises that saw lots of pop-up events across the city. Um, because of the, at the time of the restrictions, they were quite secretive. So you could have been sat in a pub garden and suddenly there was an event, um, a music <laughs> event could have suddenly popped up. So really exciting for those people who got to experience that we're also really lucky that um, we're hosting the Turner Prize at the Herbert alongside the biennial mm. so yeah so we, we've had lots of things going on and how lucky for us that we've been able to come out of the pandemic and have this great year of celebration well definitely lucky for you and as well as the pandemic and making the most of the difficulties I suppose you've also managed to use culture to weave a golden thread mm -hmm. through the different elements of your city's mm. life and economy just maybe explain to us how that has worked out yeah no absolutely so what's lovely it isn't just about city of culture or the mm -hmm. culture side we've tried to really listen to what the people of coventry wanted and really look at how we can help the economy of coventry by winning the city and um, the, the title so we've got our um city of culture shop we've um also with the um grant funding we've been able to strengthen our cultural infrastructure so we've seen investment into the belgrade theater into the cathedral we've helped open the empire which is a really successful music venue in the city so that's really helped our nighttime economy and that has been a huge success we've also um with um 
the investment we've had on the back of the title being able to um, invest in our historic properties as well so Draper's Hall has just opened that was a building that was empty for 30 years and by um, we've used money to regenerate it and now that's going to be the home of our commentary music but also a more classical music venue in the city so it just shows the breadth of what we've been able to do with that investment and really um, bring more um, visitors into the city and really strengthen our economy on the, the back of it. Well, Charlotte, you definitely mm -hmm. uh, tell us a great deal of what you've done. And my researcher, mm -hmm. uh, as uh, Josh, he's great, he produces this programme and he really worked hard digging around. And I'm, I'm going to read some data. Tell me if he's got it right. Mm -hmm. Ch check oh. his homework. <laughs> According to this, you've got 172.6 million of direct investment since you won the title. Uh, you've said that found that 74% of the people claim it's increased their pride in their city. The Coventry City of Culture Trust has created directly 102 jobs including 14 apprentices since May 100 this is amazing 141,000 tickets have been issued for for live events and 52,000 more for free unticketed events this is really interesting 260 more than quarter of a million 260,000 people have engaged with events online and you've made the uh, the arts accessible key focus of the trust of 43% of tickets booked by people on lower incomes and in total um, what goodness me, 673 mm. local people participating in workshops and 80% and, and of schools engaged. I think Josh, has he done his homework correctly? <laughs> Absolutely. And it just shows, I mean, that's six months in and how incredible yeah. are those figures. But And it also shows the diversity of the programme. It isn't just about events, it is about supporting the local cultural sector, education. Um, and yeah, it just shows what you can achieve. It's, it is a great it's great for our city. Well, Charlotte, I'm going to ask you to stand back and we'll come back mm -hmm. to you at the end, but I want to talk to uh, to Sally mm -hmm. and to Mick uh, from Durham and Bradford, mm -hmm. respectively, because from the northeast and Yorkshire, these two cities are in friendly competition to achieve City of Culture for 2025. It happens every four years. So I'll turn to you first, Sally. What is Durham's primary uh, offer? What are you mm. saying to the government and the judges? Right, well number one, Graeme, is that we're talking about a county-wide approach. Yes, the title City of Culture, but this must reach out beyond Durham City and I think for us it's tracking back to 2009 and uh, back then we'd gone for the 2013 title. We were shortlisted but didn't get it. We weren't ready then but we very much are now and there's been an incredible wealth of development uh, across that uh, the, the past decade or so. Just look at my museum, Beamish. Uh, we're investing 20 million to our site, building a 50s town farm. Look at Bishop Auckland, for example. Um, you've got uh, the developments driven by Jonathan Ruffer, a Spanish gallery. Right there, you've got the biggest collection, private collection of Spanish art in the UK. The Zerberans. Exactly. It's between Sports Direct and Weatherspoons. It's quirky. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's incredible. You must really must go. You've got the Faith Museum coming online, you've got Kinran, so that's, I mean, I'm talking about things that aren't in Durham City here, you've got Bose Museum, you've got Locomotion, and uh, in 25 we're celebrating uh, the bicentenary of the Dine Stockton Railway, so lots of things happening, but you've also got some brilliant grassroots work going on with communities as well, uh, but we think not enough people know about this, it's really, really important to kind of, to profile it. Um, this is why we need this so much. We've got to get the word out there about how amazing County Durham is. But also the wide northeast, if folk come to Durham, people don't just holiday on county boundaries, they will visit uh, the wide northeast. So it's a tourism piece, but it's also about 
placing culture at the heart of our developments over the next sort of uh, 20 to 30 years really and you know, we're, the building blocks are in place, track records there, Lumiere happened last weekend, I mean wow it's incredible but again that was happening locations across the county so and you have had some mm. guts because you've challenged the very premise of city of culture by not making mm. a bid that's a city well we have really i think we can do this differently in any way but in a way that resonates with communities in county durham and is right for the place and the program will be kind of grassroots developed ground up i mean yes there'll be kind of epic and intimate and spectacular moments but really it has to kind of not be about one year it's got to kind of spark and catalyze you know the next day the next decade of development really mm. it's got to kind of um and it's driven by durham culture partnership that's a grouping of uh the kind of key cultural organizations about 40 of us so it's kind of genuinely kind of locally driven i think that gives us it gives what we're doing real strength and that will help with legacy so it's not just that year it's kind of you know this is this is us. This is what we're doing in the northeast. Well, look, let's turn to Bradford mm. now. And Mick, by the way, just I happen mm. to live just adjacent <laughs> to County Durham, but there's no bias in me because one of my first jobs in broadcasting. <laughs> I, I hope not. I hope well, not. no, but I was just Mick knows this, but one of my first jobs in broadcasting was on Pennine Radio mm. years ago, and it's a fantastic mm. place, most cosmopolitan city in the north of England, in my view. Tell us what your primary uh, uh, sales pitch is for giving Bradford City of Culture 2025. I think it's it, it very much is very similar to you know what our uh, last presenters um, just talked about. Uh, I think that it's the change that it's going to make to to Bradford. You know, we're the youngest city uh, in the whole of Europe. You know, we have got sixty-seven percent, which is green. We've got um, a manufacturing kind of you know industry, which is six point seven percent more than more than anywhere else in the UK. We've got so much to offer. Um, to the UK where if you know if and when we become the city of culture you know again Bradford very similar you know we, it's a very diverse place you know yeah. ethnicity wise we've got a huge amount of different faiths and culture religions and you know who live together and I think what it is is, is in the past you know a lot of people look at Bradford and and they're very negative about it we're going through a big massive change that we've got Bradford Live coming up, we've got the new markets that's been changed, we've got a few galleries that are coming together. So there's a lot, a lot of change. But where we've been really, really successful with the bid part, with the bid period, mm -hmm. is is the business community that's behind us. Um, we've really found that the whole business community, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's digital, whether it's food, and Bradford is very well known for its food, um, mm -hmm. you know, have all come together to say, we really want to support this bid. So it's really good for us to mm -hmm. see how the business community is really wanting to get, in, get involved with that. Obviously, on top of that, um, like Coventry, we've got very good engagement mm -hmm. and participation from the local community because that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. You have to have that buy-in from your local community as well. On top of that, we've got our educational partnerships. We've got four colleges. We've got the university as well. Again, you know, they're either partners or strategic mm -hmm. partners or educational partners. And they're following that journey with us and they want to continue that journey with us all the way through till hopefully when we uh, mm -hmm. win the City of Culture. But I think it's the, it's the perception that it gives. I mean, you know, to to a city, we're bang in the central, in the centre. I would say of UK, so it's very yes, easily very accessible. That is almost true, isn't it? Yes. 
Yeah, you know, people don't realise that you know there's these small little things like that. We are bang in the centre, you know, of uh, of the UK. So it's very easy for people from up north, from down south, mm -hmm. to to come to the middle and enjoy not local, not just locally, nationally, but internationally as well. You know, people can come, and I think those other links that we have nationally and mm -hmm. internationally with you know artists um, from the cultural sector, from the heritage sector. People know what Bradford's all about. You know, there's again, there's a lot of history attached to Bradford. Um, Braffordians are very proud people. I'm a Braffordian. I'm very mm -hmm. proud of where I'm from, and you know, being from Bradford and fighting the cause for Bradford. Mm -hmm. And I think again, you know, just to reiterate, I think that getting, you know, getting so many businesses at such an early stage on board, who for I would say probably about 75% of them have never ever been involved in anything mm. to do with the arts, culture or heritage. On top of that we've you know we've got a number probably about 30% of those businesses that are from from uh, the Asian business uh, community. Mm. Again I would say that all 30% of them have never ever been involved in the arts, culture or heritage. So we're now changing that perception about what arts, heritage and culture is. We're also obviously talking to a lot of manufacturers about STEM stroke STEAM how arts can influence, you know, science, technology, um, manufacturing yes, and I mean, engineering. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, we've got colleges and manufacturers working together on a number of different projects. I'm not going to say too much because we want to make okay. it a big, massive hoo-ha once those projects are uh, completed and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're in it to win it. Well, you've both, um, you've both given so. a great pitch. I'm going to interrupt you there, Nick. You've both given a great pitch. I just want to say to viewers and listeners of this mm. podcast, of course, we record this podcast mm. in the north of England, and these are the two north of England bids, uh, or northeast and Yorkshire bids. There are others around mm -hmm. the country, but unfortunately mm -hmm. we're a bit biased towards mm -hmm. these two. Now, can I just ask about business? Mick, you alluded to mm -hmm. it, um, and I'll come to you in a minute, Charlotte, on this. Sally, are you engaging with business? What, what do you want businesses to do in order to engage? Mm -hmm. We've had a great response so far from the business community. We're working with the North East England Chamber of Commerce, with Durham Business Group, uh, with Visit County Durham, and Durham University are a key partner in the bid. I mean, they're really kind of throwing everything at this, which is fantastic. Uh, so their development alumni team work with us too. Uh, so right now, um, I need all the businesses in the North East to get behind County Durham and show you support, because this is about the wider region the smallest mm. to the northeast uh, um, of the nine English regions, and we collaborate. You know, we've and, got a track record doing that. And how would that. you want them to get behind? So, you? Is it writing uh, letters? There's and... a landing page on the Dome Twenty Twenty Five website, and there's um, a back the bid page. And we're not asking for money at this point in time. We just need you to show you support. Uh, so that's basically kind of the call to action, really. Uh, that would kind of position Durham to really, really impress the judges. I mean, I'm impressed by what Mick was saying there about where they are. Um, but uh, but that's what we need you to do. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Now, Mick, um, uh, you you mm. presumably have the similar mm. approach. You're getting <laughs> getting businesses involved. Uh, do you have a, a page for them mm. to sign up and sign some kind of pledge? Yeah. Um, they can they can visit our website and from there, you know, there's a, a number of links. Um, to our information um, email account and from there then one of us will pick that up and get in touch with the, the with the businesses and stuff but I think that you know going back I think it's it's I think it's key and I think this is where it's worked really well for Coventry with having so many businesses on board and having that support of the businesses because it just gives you that that just that extra kind of comfort to say do you know what the business community is behind us because if the business community is behind you then it's very a lot easier then to get the general public mm -hmm. on board as well from that particular city mm -hmm. as well 
Okay, can I go back to Charlotte then? And Charlotte, mm -hmm. tell me about how you engage with business and what the result is that, of that has been. Yeah, so right at the start of the bidding process, we were really keen to engage with businesses. We set up our 2021 club, which are all the businesses that came together and sponsored um, the bid and have been supporting us during our whole of the, um, the culture year. And we work really closely with um, Coventry and Warwickshire um, Local Enterprise Partnership, with the West Midlands Combined Authority and our Chambers of Commerce. So absolutely, I think it's just really important to build those networks and include everyone one um, to make it a real city bid would be my advice. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you've heard from Sally and Mick mm -hmm. that stood out for you? Mm -hmm. um, absolutely <laughs> everything they were saying I really want to go to the county of Durham now and Bradford it, both of their bids sound really mm -hmm. exciting on what they've got going on. I think there's a common theme mm -hmm. about listening to what yeah. their areas want. It mm -hmm. is place focused and I think that's the mm -hmm. key to any successful bid and to, for even if you're not successful I think mm -hmm. that's valuable information to be working with your local communities and really listen to what they want um, and then fit that into your cultural strategy. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. both of them sound really exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, government ministers have been known to watch this podcast. <laughs> I, well, I had Rishi Sunak on a few weeks ago. So um, wow. I'm, I'm going to give you each 30 seconds. Keep to time now. Keep to time. Mm -hmm. Pretend that you're talking to the arts minister. What would you say about why they should choose your bid? And I'll go to uh, Mick first. Mm -hmm. You can end. Yeah. Mick. So I think that, um, you know, mm. Bradford is, um, it's the right time for Bradford mm. to be the city of culture. We've got a lot to offer. We're the um, youngest city. Um, we have um, a number of initiatives, arts projects that are happening. We've already got a number of businesses involved, as well as the Chambers, as well as Yabba, which is the uh, Yorkshire Asian Business Association, as well as a number of other organisations. We've got education on board. We've got the voluntary sector on board and most importantly we've got the people of Bradford behind us um, and I think that we are in a very strong position to show mm -hmm. that Bradford can put on an absolutely amazing City of Culture 2025. Well look Mick thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Sally you get the last word on this. Right. 30 seconds. <laughs> so um, I described County Durham is a sleeping giant. I mean, yes, we've got an incredible wealth of assets, uh, particularly around heritage, but it's a place of great diversity, particularly around socio-economic diversity. The county's experienced a lot of economic restructuring with the closure of the mines, etc. So there is a serious amount of work to do. What we can do in County Durham is showcase the unique and crucial and important and vital role culture can have in economic regeneration, but also in driving social change in a lasting way. We can show how that's done in County Durham. We've got a track record there. The need is there. Yes, there's some Durham Cathedral, obviously Durham City, lovely, but that's almost like the chocolate on the top. There's so much more to Durham. So it's high time the North East uh, grabbed the, the investment it needs, particularly coming out of the pandemic, and uh, just sort of just basically show the UK the world. So, um, we're up for doing it in Durham. Thank, Thank you. you very much. But good pitches, don't you think, Sharon? Uh, Charlotte, they're both good pitches. Absolutely fantastic pitches. Oh, Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Sally. That's just about it from today's episode of Business Unmuted, but a little bit of a footnote. 
Uh, we've been covering recruitment issues extensively on Business Unmuted over the last uh, few months, and it's a very real problem facing all sectors. So in the future, we're thinking about highlighting some of the senior roles uh, that are available in the North East and Yorkshire just at the end of the programme like this. So if you want to get in touch with me and let me know if you've got a, a senior leadership or a, a manager role in your business that's recruiting, do let me know. For instance, uh, my friend and colleague Duncan Bannatyne, Bannatyne's group, they're looking for a finance director at the moment. He's got a pay packet of over £100,000. It's based at uh, Bannatyne's headquarters in Darlington, a very dynamic role with lots, lots of perks. So if you'd like to express an interest in that role, get in touch with me, Graham Robb, on my uh, LinkedIn page and I'll, I'll pass you on. And if you equally have a, a role, we might cover maybe three or four each week on Business Unmuted, uh, on the, the sort of manager and leadership area. Maybe just help lubricate the way in which people can recruit to these important roles as the economy picks up. In the meantime, that's it for today's episode. I'll catch you next week for another Business Unmuted. Mm -hmm.